Welcome to Your Beautiful Game podcast, where we encounter the wins, losses, and everything in between from soccer to life, both beautiful games to play and learn from. We get to choose to prepare, practice, learn, and implement in our own game. Now let's play. In today's episode, we're talking about the goalkeeper position and kind of how it ties in with life and many characters that we play in our own game. For those who aren't familiar with the goalkeeper position, this will be a great perspective to listen to and would love any feedback if you learned anything or if I missed anything in this episode on how our game goes when it comes to this position. Being a goalkeeper is a solo job on a team sport. We are the only ones with our title. We're the only ones that get that extra benefit of using our hands and we get to step the hell up. Most goalkeepers are seen as the weird ones on the team. And you can also be the victim, the villain, and really turn into the hero and the guide at the end. So with all that being said, it comes with being a victim and a villain with being scored on in a game, a villain or a hero when it comes to doing our job and even the guide throughout the game. And we will touch on every single one of these. So a little insight before I get into every single one of them. I have a coach myself um, that really teaches me a lot about how to connect not just my healing journey, but also with my sport and also just with how I can move forward in my life with this character analogy that I'm going to walk you through and I'm walking you through it through a goalkeeper's eyes because that is my experience and it really kind of brings it all to fruition about each of us in our own game of life because a goalkeeper is a solo position Even though you're on a team, even though you have supporters, you have teammates, you have coaches, you have all these things, you still have this one job that you have to and get to do throughout a game. So that's kind of where all these perspectives are going to come from. So like I said, there is a victim, a villain, a hero, and a guide. So from the victim perspective, we when we play victim... It means that it's everybody else's fault. All the blame is on others and the responsibility and ownership of anything that happens or or things that come into our life does not fall on us. And we make sure of that. So from a goalkeeper's standpoint, you might see this as a goalkeeper not putting like 100% into their job and you hear them blaming their defense, they're blaming their teammates for not doing their jobs, or even yelling at the person that made the goal, the opposite team, it's their fault. It's everybody else's fault as to why the game is going the way that it's going, even when we are not 100% playing our part. That's not taking responsibility or ownership of what your job is. So as human beings, our job is to live. And when I say job, our, our, our lives are surrounded by certain things that it brings, right? It brings 
school, it brings work, it brings family, it brings significant others, it brings a social aspect to everything. And there's all these aspects that you need to know that's going on in your life, but also how to navigate these things as these different types of characters. So a couple of examples could be, you know, coming from my own experience is with my husband. I can play victim. I can say, oh, you don't do the dishes. You don't do anything around here. I do everything. Everything is happening to me because you're not helping. And I can say all of these things. It might be true at the point at that certain time and place, but it's not completely accurate. Same with friends, same with family. You're like, oh, I'm this way because I was born this way, because of my mom and dad's genetics, because I was taught that way as a kid. So that's why I am the way that I am. And then your friends, it's like, well, because so-and-so did that, I blame them. I don't want to be like that, or I do want to be like that. And then comparison and judgment and shame and all of this stuff comes into it, which then it turns into this whole thing about, again, happening to me. I'm the victim here. I'm the one that everybody needs to feel sorry for. And a lot of us play that. Some of us may play it more than others. Maybe just different situations you play more victim. And the thing is, it's not something to be ashamed of. It's just something to be aware of. Because then you can move through these phases that we're going to talk about. So when we play victim in many ways, this can play in a character or play this position for a long time in different avenues. So how do you not play the victim? How do you respond? And this little question brings us into our villain, our villain character and our villain face. So when we play the villain, when we move from victim to villain, this is what happens. We start standing up for ourselves. We start to set boundaries. And then when people don't agree with us, those people become angry at us, don't like us, have some sort of emotion against us. And when we stand for what we believe in, especially something that we believe is like 100% tried and true to the bottom of our heart, all of a sudden we become a villain to people who don't fit in that category or fit in that sense for us. For a goalkeeper, we must dictate. We, we have to step up, we have to have a voice. We see the game way differently than everybody else. We have to command. We have to be there for everybody else first and tell everybody what to do. And to the other team, we also are the villain. Like, we might be the hero to our team, but we're the villain to the other team too because we are the strategy. We are the last person, the last person that gives them that last chance to make a goal. And if we stop that, if the goalkeeper stops that, we do become the villain. It's the same thing as when you're setting boundaries. You're blocking people, you're blocking the shot, you're blocking these things that you have been letting in for a really long time that played victim, not anymore. You put, you put your foot down. 
So in the villain phase is a phase where you get to learn more about what you do like, what you don't like, what flows, what doesn't flow, what you like to do, what you don't like to do, what you want, what you don't want. And the thing is that can go outwardly and inward. This is because when it comes to a villain, think about the movies. Like just take Disney, for example. The villains, you always have some sort of emotion towards them because you want to be the good guy. You want to be the person that's making all the right decisions. You wanna be the person that everybody looks up to. But that villain, they're choosing to be that because they disagreed at some point. They put their foot down at some point and said, you know what? This is how I'm gonna go about it. We have a lot of choices, let me tell you. And sometimes we only see one choice when you come out of victimhood. You see a villain side of it of like, oh, I get to, I get to stand up for myself in this way. And sorry for anyone who's listening that, you know, doesn't mind the cussing or does mind the cussing, but it's just like, instead of being this nice gal, I'm a, I get to be a bitch. Like I get to stand up for myself in this way. I get to be mean. I get to do whatever the frick I want. That's that villain mentality. Nobody else matters. You do what you want. Sometimes it works, as we've seen in the movies, but it doesn't bring you to that happy ending, right? So with all of this emotional ties to it, you get to the point where you get tired of being the villain. You get tired of trying to be nice and people only see you as bad, as mean, as nasty. But you get to make the choice of, well, I took ownership of this route, this avenue, and the way I went about it wasn't the best. But you know what? because I can look inward and now I'm more aware on a better way to go about it, all of a sudden we become the hero. And the thing about it, especially in the goalkeeper position, we go about, oh, whoa, from the victimhood of, oh, a goal happened to me. My my team doesn't help me. This is all happening to me, to, Well, you know what? I'm going to be the one that stops the ball. I'm going to be the one that dictates this whole game. I'm the, I'm the team. It's just me. Not the other 10, 10 people on this field, just me. And then you can go into, well, kind of can't play my game without any of these things, without any of these people. And once you play through your villain phase, Next comes what we want to do better in, to step out of that, to be better, and to be even our own hero, not just our team's hero, but our own hero. We've become even more aware, and that awareness gave us the opportunity to step out of that villain phase, that villain character that we created. Because we have set boundaries, but we set healthy boundaries. We speak 
very differently. We move differently. We navigate everything differently because we became aware of how we were doing it. And now we're stepping into how we want to do it. So with goalkeepers becoming the heroes, when the ball gets to that last line, with all the resilience on them, we succeed. We have the confidence. We have the bravery of doing our job to 100%. Not just for us, because we did start putting ourselves first in our villain phase. But we're doing it for us so it impacts everything else going outward, going to our teammates, going to our significant others, our fans, our supporters, anything and everything outwardly because we looked inward. We did something for ourselves first instead of saying it was happening to us. We did it for us. And then we internalized that and now are able to push that outward and make great impacts and impacts that maybe people are stuck in their victimhood and they see where they can go. We come out of that to lead now, to lead the pack, to move it forward. And now we become an advocate. We become a guide. And in this guide phase, it turns into the experience again of impact. You are making the choice to be that light for someone, for the team, for yourself. But the only way that you could have got there is by going through all of those phases. The only way that you could understand and really be grateful for being the guide now is if you went through the victimhood You went through that villain phase. You became the hero. You know how it feels. And now you get to be the one that leads. You get to be the one that shines the light. And it's cool because that's exactly how a soccer game goes. When a tough game is happening, when it's it's just a tight game, maybe tied, think about this. You go all the way into, hopefully, not hopefully, depending on how severe the game is. But you go into PKs. Who is the hero for you? Who's the one that they celebrate at the end? Yeah, it could be the shooter. But really, that goalkeeper is holding it down. That goalkeeper is the one that knows the amount of benefit, the amount of that prize, the amount of that light that is at the end of that tunnel knows the grand scheme of that win, that win that everybody is relying on you for. So it gives you that impact. It gives you that feeling, that emotional tie to all the experiences that you've had. And you can also show the way through those phases for somebody or somebody that just is maybe stuck in victimhood or stuck in that villain phase. And it might not be exactly what you went through, but you can give them that mentorship. You can navigate it. 
and it could help them achieve what you have achieved. This is a lot easier said than done. And I want to bring in this other analogy that I got to sit down with for a while and truly like the past few weeks. And when I first was going through what I call my healing journey, I was taught, I've mentioned him on the podcast. His name's Mike. I was, I was getting coached by Mike. He was teaching me a lot about mindfulness and, and my words that I use and the stories that I tell myself, which go through these phases. And he got to the victim and the villain was the big one. But what you're trying to get to, of course, is the guide. And the guide is like your present self is like exactly where you want to be or the person you desire to be would be the guide. So imagine... Where we, we got a car, okay? I'm driving the car as right now, 28-year-old Kyla. And I also got some passengers. I got victim Kyla. I got villain Kyla. I got the hero Kyla. And then there's me, Kyla. And there's other Kylas in there. There might be like little Kyla. There might be like teenage Kyla. There might be all kinds of Kylas in here. So when I'm driving the car, Sometimes the villain wants to drive. And and if you've ever been on a road trip, you already know it's like if the kids are there or the husband and the wife are getting irritated, you know, you switch it up, you try to change it up, all these things. Um, and sometimes, transparently, my villain likes to scream to drive the freaking car. My villain likes to take over. My villain likes to also tell me a lot of things that I was believing for a while, even all the way until now, till the last couple weeks. I believe that I had to have her in the car all the time. I believe that I had to have a relationship with her all the time. I had to let her speak. I had to mend my relationship with her. And it's the same with the victim. It's the same with the hero. Because this guide Kyla, this right now Kyla, has struggled a lot with letting everybody else dictate for being a goalkeeper, right? And when I finally brought that up to my current coach that I have, he he really pondered the question with me and said, have you ever tried kicking her out of the car? I said, I didn't know that was a choice. And just like I said earlier, we have a lot more choices than we thought. I said, wow, I thought I had to have her in there. I thought she had to be a part of this, this, this ride, this life, this, everything that's going on. And in reality, I get the choice. I don't always have to have villain Kyla around. I also don't have to have victim Kyla around. I don't even have to have hero Kyla around all the time either. And we're on this road trip of life. So on a road trip, you don't just go the whole way through. You gotta make some pit stops, you gotta take some breaks. And the coolest thing when I was telling my mom about this analogy, I was talking to her the night that I, you know, kind of pondered that that question he asked. And she said, you know, you can get out of the car too and take a break. And when you make those pit stops, You know, you get out, you got to go to the bathroom, you got to get a snack, you got to fill up the gas tank. 
that's taking a break. That's taking a break from these characters that have been a part of you, that are a part of you. And I thought it was it was really cool to think about that because when it's too much, when you got like all these voices talking and opinions and all these things going on in your head and it's overwhelming, shoot, get out the freaking car. Tell them to freaking stay in the car while I refuel, while I get a snack, while I just take a breath. And I didn't know I had that choice until I was given this analogy. And the cool thing is, I'm the guide in this sense. So if victim Kyla, villain Kyla, and hero Kyla can see that taking a break, not going 100 miles per hour all the time, trying to be the best person all the freaking time, there's a choice to take a break. And you get back in the car, you're refueled, you're regenerated, everything's ready to go. It's a reset. It's another opportunity to keep improving, to keep going down this road. So all in all, I just wanted to give you some of that insight because honestly, we can play multiple characters at a time in different situations. And it was, it was so interesting when my current coach brought that up to me. He's like, seems like you're... You're playing all the characters at one time. And I'm like, dang, I also didn't know that was a thing. And the cool thing is I get to, I get to play the victim. I get to play the villain. I get to be the hero. And I also get to be the guide. But it doesn't mean that I have to stay in victimhood. It doesn't mean I have to be the villain in every situation. And I don't always have to be the hero. But the one thing that I do want to do, which is my choice, is I want to be that guide. Reason as to why I do what I do on a daily basis. Why I help people. Why I educate people. Why I educate myself to educate people. Why I take breaks. Why sometimes slowing down, you don't even have to stop the car. You can just slow down. Take in the scenery, let it be. And you can, you get to pick and choose when you press on that gas pedal, when you pump the brakes. It's just so cool because I had to go through these phases and these characters, even I'm telling you literally, even as a goalkeeper to understand the benefit, the extent of having all these choices when I didn't think I did. So all in all, I just want to reiterate that we're all on our own main character journeys. We all play this game of life in whatever positions that we play. We do our jobs. We understand what's going on. We become even more aware. We, we improve. We do what's best for us. And the cool thing about all of it is that we get to make the decisions. Because those decisions make an impact not just on ourselves, but all the people that surround us, their lives. And we are able to get the opportunity to lead, to lead in those ways, to take those impacts as an opportunity. And we get to lead by being our best self, our highest selves. 
that we get to be, that we choose to be. So you can always follow us on Instagram. One small announcement, um, if you're listening to this, I am debating (laughs) on just moving everything to my normal Instagram, kind of getting rid of just the podcast Instagram, just because it's a lot easier. And like I said, we're all navigating life at the time it worked. And right now it's a lot easier for me and my brain to be all in one place. And I just want you guys to go over to the Instagram on at Kyla, K-I-L-A dot Duncan, D-U-N-C-A-N. And Leave me a little message saying what you would like to see, what you would like to see what's going on, not just with the business side, but whatever we talk about here. Because everything I talk about here, one, I am learning myself, two, I am educating you guys, and three, I use in my coaching. So it all goes together. So I'd love for you guys to actually go follow the business page and I might be getting rid of the Instagram. We'll see how that goes just from where we're recording right now. But you can also listen on any platform. You can also watch on YouTube the video format as well. And you can support our podcast by subscribing on any of those listening platforms. If you subscribe on Spotify, turn on those notifications as well. You can also join our Patreon or visit our Etsy shop. And I'm just reevaluating a lot of things. So I can't guarantee episodes every single Friday just from this episode on. If it starts picking up, you know, I'll let you know. Um, But I'm being very transparent about what phase of life I'm in. And I know I put this uh, season of the podcast about seasons. My season of life is is throwing me a a few curveballs right now. And I definitely want to keep going with the podcast. Uh, It's just not as consistent as I would like it to be. And we are definitely doing our best on this end. And I know every single person that is listening to this or watching this definitely understands and appreciates and supports me in every single way and the decisions that I'm making and everything that I just talked about. So again, I appreciate you guys just turn on those notifications when I do post. So it might not be Fridays. It may, may or may not be on a Friday. So, um, I'm trying my best to get as many things out as I can for you guys and possibly going over to just one Instagram instead of the two. So I love you guys. Thank you always for watching and listening, and I will see you in the next one.